Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Life for June 11. Our topic today is pride and downfall. We're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 13. I want to say a couple of things about pride before we get started and look at the scripture. Uh, you know, the people of God didn't start off very prideful. If you look at their history, you know, Father Abraham was basically a desert sheep herder. He was a nomad. And the Jewish people didn't really have a lot to brag about. They weren't as big and fancy like the Egyptians or the Babylonians. You know, they didn't have pyramids and these, you know, amazing architectural type things. You know, they were a desert people. They were very humble. And what they had was God. They had the Torah. They had the law of God. And what happened was, as they got established as a people group, and, and they established their civilization, and they grew, and they prospered, and they became wealthy and strong, then pride happened. And that's what the lesson is about today. We're going to be looking about how pride can sneak into our lives, and how pride can bring us down. Because scripture tells us in Proverbs that pride cometh before the fall. So this is a very important discussion that we will be having today. So without further ado, let's look at the scripture and we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 13. Jeremiah chapter 13 verses 15 through 27. Hear and pay attention. Do not be arrogant for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before He brings the darkness, before your feet stumble on the darkening hills. You hope for light, but He will turn it to utter darkness and change it to deep gloom. If you do not listen, I will weep in secret because of your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly, overflowing with tears, because the Lord's flock will be taken captive. Say to the king and to the queen mother, Come down from your thrones, for your glorious crowns will fall from your heads. The cities in the Negev will be shut up, and there will be no one to open them. All Judah will be carried into exile, carried completely away. Look up and see those who are coming from the north. Where is the flock that was entrusted to you, the sheep of which you boasted? What will you say when the Lord sets over you, those you cultivated as your special allies? Will not pain grip you like that of a woman in labor? And if you ask yourself, why has this happened to me? It is because of your many sins that your skirts have been torn off and your body mistreated. Can an Ethiopian change his skin or a leopard its spots? Neither can you do good who are accustomed to doing evil. I will scatter you like chaff driven by the desert wind. This is your lot, the portion I have decreed for you, declares the Lord, because you have forgotten me and trusted in false gods. I will pull up your skirts over your face that your shame may be seen. Your adulteries and lustful neighings, your shameless prostitution. I have seen your detestable acts on the hills and in the fields. Woe to you, Jerusalem! How long will you be unclean? 
I'm really excited to get started on our discussion uh, about pride and we need to go ahead and just, you know, pull the band-aid off and, you know, just jump right into this subject of pride. And what's interesting about the subject of pride is that most people are unwilling to admit that they have pride. You know, most of us, we see ourselves as humble people. You know, humble is a godly attribute. You know, humility is next to godliness, you know. And so none of us want to admit that we have pride, but pride is real, it's a big deal, and it can cause a lot of harm. You know, there's a story of a runner who was running a race and he was in first place. He was winning and he was about to finish the race and this runner had his arms up and the crowd was cheering and he began to slow down because he got very proudful, you know, and everybody was just giving him applause and accolades. And then all of a sudden, the person that was behind him ran past them, finished the race, and they won. So pride was his downfall. So it's something that we need to be careful about and watching for. So in our lesson today, you know, the first thing I want to talk about is leadership. Leadership. You know, the people of God had pride, but it all began with the leadership. It began with the king and the queen and even the prophets. The king and the queen had so much pride, you know, they were worshiping other gods. You know, they were living in beautiful palaces and they had forgotten about God. So when the Babylonians came in, as it says in the scripture in Jeremiah 13, they literally took the king out of his palace. They took the queen out of her throne, right? And they took them away as slaves. You know, they killed them. They enslaved them, you know, they destroyed them. And this is what God was trying to tell the people. If you don't put me first, if you don't stop worshiping other idols, if you get all proudful about your clothes and your position and your power and your wealth, it's going to be your downfall. And that's what actually happened to the actual king and queen. And it wasn't just the king and queen. It was also the false prophets that were saying that everything is fine, that everything is good, everything is health and wealth. Jeremiah was not a very popular prophet. Jeremiah was speaking the truth. Jeremiah was preaching that if the people do not change, that terrible things would come uh, to happen to them. Nobody wanted to listen to Jeremiah. He was very disliked. The people threw tomatoes at him. They imprisoned him. They put him in jail. They put him in a pit. Nobody wanted to listen to Jeremiah, and he was the only one that was speaking the truth. He was the only one that was preaching God's word. The other false prophets were tickling the people's ears. They were telling the people what they wanted to hear. So the second thing I wanted to mention about this lesson is the word repentance. Repentance. The sin of pride began with the leadership, and then it trickled down to the people. But the second thing was that God wanted to give the people an opportunity to repent. He was giving them an opportunity to change. You know, God through Jeremiah was telling the people, it's still not too late. Right now, today, if you change your ways, you know, if you accept Christ today, you know, if you walk away from your sin, if you turn your backs on all those false gods and being prideful and living for yourself, there's still time for you to come back to the Lord. 
And so the Lord communicated that message of repentance. But unfortunately, uh, the people were not listening. The people were not willing to repent. And uh, they, they, they would not be willing to change until they hit rock bottom. And rock bottom means that, you know, the temple was burned, the walls were burned, and they were taken away as captives. And that leads us to the third and final point I wanted to bring up. And that's the word consequences. Okay, so these were the consequences of the people of God that were very proudful. Number one, their king and queen was taken away. Number two, their cities, the wall, the temple were burned down. Number three, the consequences were that they were taken away as slaves. But let me tell you this, and this is the hardest one to swallow. And it's true, I'm not making it up. We have the 12 tribes of Israel, right? We have the two tribes in the north, the 10 tribes in the south. We have the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. We have two kingdoms. And that all happened because King Solomon also had pride and he worshiped other gods. So God split the kingdom, two in the north, 10 in the south. Well, let me tell you something, my friends. Because of the sin that was going on here in the book of Jeremiah and they were worshiping other gods, the southern kingdom was destroyed. The southern kingdom never bounced back. The southern kingdom was gone from the face of the earth. And, um, you know, they became the Samaritans, they, they intermingled with the Canaanites or whoever was left. So all that was left was the northern kingdom, the tribe of Judah, you know. And then in the time of Jesus, the Romans occupied, you know, Israel and there wasn't even a nation left. They were an occupied uh, people group. So the consequences were real bad, real bad. So just keep that in mind. You know, pride leads to a downfall, but there's always time to repent, always time to change. And if we don't, there will be consequences. So let's close. You know, as we pray today, we need to consider, you know, what's the remedy for pride? Because pride isn't good. Uh, pride isn't good for us. It's not good for the people we work with. It's not good for the people that we're married to or our children. It's just not good to be a proudful person. It puts people off. And there's consequences to that. You know, and the remedy uh, for pride is hum humility. And when you think of humility, you think of the example of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus said, I did not come to be served, I came to serve. When you think of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you think of a man who put a towel around himself, he got down on his knees, and he washed his disciples' dirty feet. So the solution for pride is humility. And let me tell you, friend, humility, that's Jesus Christ. So let's follow his example. So let's pray right now. Heavenly Father God, we, we are willing to admit today that we do have pride. You've blessed us. We are beneficiaries of so much of your blessings and so many good things have happened for us. And, and Lord God, forgive us because without even noticing it, we become proudful and arrogant. So we repent right now, Lord God. We turn to you. We lean on you. Lord God, we put all our trust in you. And Father God, we just ask uh, you to just to lead us to be people of humility and we look at Christ, our example. He humbled himself. He was God, but he became man, Lord God. 
and he washed his disciples' feet. So help us, Lord, every single day to be humble people and to walk in your humility through the power of your Spirit. And we ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer.